with WYOY in New York. I'm Chris Barlow with a look at this week's news. Our top story is Wednesday night's final presidential debate between President-elect Hillary Clinton and her opponent, Confederate President-elect Donald Trump. The debate began with Trump's most disciplined performance yet, with the Republican nominee drawing sharp policy contrasts with his Democratic opponent, including his insistence that no one be allowed to grab something inside a woman's womb, unless they're a celebrity. Unfortunately for the Trump campaign staffers who haven't been able to sleep in the last 48 hours, their candidate reverted to acting like their candidate after Secretary Clinton suggested he was a puppet of Russian President Vladimir Putin, an accusation that led Trump to shout, quote, No, you're the puppet, just like President Lincoln did in his famous debate with Pinocchio Douglas. The name-calling culminated in the debate's final moments when Trump called Clinton a nasty woman, which is the nicest thing he's ever said about a woman on a hot mic. Of course, the biggest story of the night was Trump's refusal to accept the outcome of the election, telling moderator Chris Wallace that he planned on keeping the country in suspense, a statement Hillary Clinton called horrifying, but one that gave Americans everywhere hope that the last 18 months have been nothing more than an elaborate reboot of The Apprentice. Trump clarified his remarks yesterday, insisting that he would absolutely accept the results of the election, if he wins. Thankfully, this means only residents of Ohio, Florida, North Carolina, and apparently now Texas have to worry about being massacred by their neighbors on November 9th. Beleaguered Trump surrogates tried their best to rally behind their candidate after the debate, insisting that his vow to dispute the results of the election was akin to Al Gore's challenge of the 2000 election results in Florida. However, experts warn that the comparison is likely to backfire because no one wants to be reminded that they're already living in the darkest timeline. Speaking of people who wish they lived in an alternate reality, Speaker of the House Paul Ryan is facing new challenges after a single week of feuding with Donald Trump saw his approval rating among Republicans drop 28 points, or roughly four Gary Johnsons and a Jill Stein. Despite the setback, Ryan has vowed to continue not standing by the candidate that he's voting for, endorsing, and standing right next to. In Democratic news, WikiLeaks probably revealed that Hillary Clinton eats puppies this week, or that she's in favor of open borders with the Upside Down, or that she and John Podesta single-handedly killed David Bowie, Prince, and your childhood dog Marbles, who, yes, they ate for dinner with a secret cabal of international banker supervillains who have been controlling the media this whole time. But you know what? Marbles had it coming. And if you don't know why, believe me, Marbles did. In other news, another week means another ground war in the Middle East. This time, it's the American-backed Iraqi campaign to retake Mosul from the Islamic State, or as they're known to President Obama, ISIL. The battle is by no means a guaranteed victory, with one American serviceman already dead, and the road to Mosul literally paved with bombs laid by Islamic State forces, or as they're known to Donald Trump, all the Muslims. Closer to home, Airbnb attempted to stave off legislation this week that would all but cripple its business model of crippling neighborhood rents in New York. 
The popular Slumlord website introduced new proposals designed to do nothing in the hopes of persuading Governor Cuomo to veto a state assembly bill that would require tenants of New York City apartments to live in New York City apartments, a requirement critics say is both cruel and unusual. And taking a look at technology, Nintendo unveiled its new Nintendo Switch this week. It's a device that converts from a traditional home gaming console to a portable gaming tablet and will undoubtedly introduce a whole new generation of gamers to not buying Nintendo devices. And now we have time for a quick look at the weather. It's been unseasonably warm this week with some record highs on the books, but who knows why? Because in three presidential debates and one vice presidential debate, climate change was never addressed. Not even vice climate change. So I guess it's not a thing. Well, from New York, I'm Chris Barlow. That's all the news that poured out of Donald Trump's mouth this week. We'll be back next week with a special report from Chicago. Here on W-Y-O-Y. -Y.